to Unashamed Unafraid, a show unashamed about sexual addiction recovery and unafraid of coming into Christ for healing, where we share real recovery stories, learn from experts, and share resources that actually work. So join us in being unashamed and unafraid. Welcome to our year-end episode. This is one of our favorites where we get together as a whole team. We talk about the year, favorite episodes, things happening, and uh, favorite songs and what's going on in our lives, things we're praying for. So uh, as we introduce everyone, I've had on my mind, you know those popsicles you had when you were a kid, the ones that split into two that came in the big pack? You're always lucky, you know, it sucked when you only got one half, but it was always awesome when you got both halves. That, that's when it was a good summer day. So I want to know, uh, tell us your name, what you do here at Unashamed, and then what was your favorite color? of those popsicles. Sway, we're starting with you. All right. Uh, I'm Sway. I take care of a lot of the stuff on the website, uh, making sure podcast episodes get loaded up and um, all that stuff. Make sure you guys get content. Um, favorite color of popsicle? I'm going to go with blue. I don't even know what flavor that was. It was just blue. Well done. Miss Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. I manage all the social media. Um, my favorite popsicle was root beer. Mm. A winner. James. Hey, I'm James. Um, my favorite popsicle was, nobody's going to be with me on this, but I, I loved orange. It was just my flavor, man. Um, and, uh, I don't know what my title is. Jaron told me what it was and I forgot. Um, creative director. It's, Thank you. Uh, I'm a creative director, co-host. And host with the most. Host with the most and um, and just lover of, of our people, of our listeners. Love it. Abe. I'm Abe. Uh, I'm pretty new to the team. I'm on the social media team and help out with that. And pretty much anything else they want me to do, I'll do it. My favorite, though is definitely orange so i totally lean in with you we could totally split a popsicle <laughs> i love it Dude, this is... i never thought i'd have a club orange with me my Dude, brother this is about J- james has a little cult following fan club that's what everyone doesn't know i see it in the back room jason all right i'm jason uh i'm the audio guy uh been doing less editing lately but uh still in charge of the audio there so uh, i'm a grape guy always been a purple fan let's go Arizona Corey. Hey, this is Arizona Corey. Um, I help out with the scholarships and donations and was given the esteemed title of director of philanthropy. As far as popsicles, I'm going with green lime. Anybody else? No. And, and I can't even say that word. So I just don't talk to Corey anymore since he's gotten that title. It's been a real loss for me, <laughs> but I can't. Chris, the Hulk of hope. What up, guys? I'm Chris Bennett, and also known, a.k.a. the Hulk of Hope, as Stephen just said, and co-host of the awesome podcast. And my favorite is the banana. So I may be one of the lonesome ones in <laughs> banana. That was always my fave. Everybody's like, boo! But um, one of the things that I do also, besides co-hosting, is, is helping with uh, social engagements for uh, speaking engagements, things like that and answer the questions that people submit online, which we need more of. Anonymously, our anonymous questions. Yep. Send us some anonymous questions. Pete, from the land of Tucson. 
All right, Pete, I head up the writing team with Ty. Always looking for more writers. If you're interested, email me. Uh, I was going to go with grape because my parents couldn't afford the box with root beer, but anytime I was at a friend's house and they had the root beer, then I was all in on root beer. Two hits. Mr. Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I schedule the recordings for our podcast, and I like black licorice popsicles. Do they even make those? I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Just leave it silent in his own awkwardness. Don't bail him out, Sway. (laughs) Don't bail him out. Jaron. Okay. Hey, I'm Jaron. I uh, am the executive director of Unashamed Unafraid. I I get the privilege of just partying with all of these amazing people and watching the incredible things that they do. I really just, I get to tag along. So I'm super excited about it. And I'm with Caitlin. Root beer's got it. For sure. And all of you are wrong, because clearly it's the red one. Which, again, I'm with Sway. We're not actually sure what flavor that is. The red one's always the first one gone. So, freaking Jason and Chris, you can have the 100 banana ones that are left. So, um, obviously, looking at the podcast... The thing that uh, one of the things we love to talk about year end is what was your favorite episode? Now, I want a disclaimer that doesn't mean that we didn't love all the episodes. It doesn't mean that they were different. And also, not what you thought was like the most popular. What was the episode that to you in your personal healing and recovery was most important to you and your growth this year? Caitlin. Um, I really enjoyed... Chandler and Jade, um, mm-hmm. I like their story. Just I like hearing the couples. Um, I can relate that to my marriage and my relationship, so I really like their story. Awesome. They were some cool cats. So um, Relay app, go download it. It's a great way to do your stuff. Jason. Um, I mean, I'd have to say Devin and Tana um, because Devin's a buddy of mine, but also because she was just, phenomenal and not that he wasn't but like her input and her one-liners were just epic and amazing it was such a good episode start to finish abe so i because i'm so new i've jumped back and started listening to the old ones uh from the early early days and they're awesome but from this year episode 74 with uh, josh and heather and mostly that's because I know Josh from boot camp and it's just so awesome to get to know my brothers a lot deeper and to like, Oh man, just, just to kind of know their battle and to be encouraged by where they are today and who I know versus who, who they were when they were going through that. Totally. Arizona Corey. Uh, I got to go with the hometown hero, Arizona, John, John Coleman, his story. So much uh, overlapped and resonated with with me. Like what? Well, if I ever record my story, you'll find that out. I just heard that he's recording in 2024, people. That's what I just heard. Chris, Hulk of Hope. I was going to say John's because that one actually is one of my favorite ones as well. But <clears throat> another one that just really touched my heart is Evan and Missy. Um, th- just to hearing those guys and 
their their connection that they have with each other in their marriage after everything came out and the love that they have for each other just reminded me a lot of my story and where we came and where we are now in with me and my wife. Totally. Mr. James. Yeah, uh, the episode that um, stands out to me is um, Brady and Aubrey. Um, I remember sitting down, you know, recording that show and uh, just the the rawness, I guess, and the spirit uh, that really felt present for me as, as Brady um, talked about and, and expressed so much gratitude for the, for our savior, for, um, and just for the journey he's gone through, like being in that room um, and just recalling that, like, I was like, that's a man who has had an encounter with the savior who is transformed because of that encounter. And so I just, the spirit just was really palpable uh, for me uh, in in that moment. And it, and it felt significant to me in, in my own growth. It, it brought me back to um, the newness for me. It, it's been fairly new for him or it had been. And it just brought me back to just the depth of the gratitude that, that occurred for me in the, those early stages. Totally. Mr. Sway. Um <clears throat> hope I get her name pronounced correctly here. Uh, Marnie Bowen. Is that right? Marnie Bowen. Bowen. Thank you. There's no E. You're right. Um, You could just tell she fully relied on God through her whole story. Um, She was just living out of her identity and who she was as a daughter of God. And she just kept praying that, you know, her husband would come along and she just left the whole thing up to him. And that just was such an amazing story for me to hear. Um, I, just, I just loved it. For sure. One of my favorites too. Jaron. So I, I, I have to go with my, my buddy John uh, from Arizona, episode 84. But since Corey already mentioned that one, I'll mention one other uh, I really enjoyed Maddie's episode, which is episode 81. For that, you know, we know that statistically pornography use in women and especially young women is on the rise. And it, 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 I just know how, it, it has to be an incredible uh, amount of courage uh, for someone like Maddie to come forward and the things that she is accomplishing, the, the things that she's doing to, to uh, be unashamed and unafraid of, of pornography addiction and, and the shame that it's casting on women and young women is incredible. So her, her mission and, and what she's accomplishing is, is, is just absolutely incredible. And I, I just loved hearing her faith and her courage and her, her drive to, to battle Satan. So I just loved it. For sure. For sure. Mr. Jeremy. Hi, ho, Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. No, I, I called. I called. I called. I called. Uh, I called Jim Henson, but he said no to coming on the show. Too public. Wow, figure, he I told guess, me. But... To, he called me to bring Kermit here. Oh, uh, okay. I, I like John Coleman's, uh, but he's been said a few times. I'll keep 
the reason why I like his between me and John. I would go with Anita Kunas, uh, and I would go with that one oh, because yeah. that is a person who has accepted the grace of Jesus Christ in her life and has become a stout follower of Jesus Christ, doing everything she can to bring others to him. Amen to that. Mr. Pete from the land of Tucson. So my favorite one for me personally that I needed to hear was the Tony Overbay. Wrong answer. (laughs) Tony talked about his uh, importance of not identifying as an addict anymore. And he also, um, both of you guys were talking about the idea of being recovered instead of in recovery. I just needed to hear that because I've gotten good at helping other people try and uh, apply the atonement of Christ in their lives. And I realized that I was kind of stuck in this rut of thinking, well, that's good for them, but I, I, I still have a lot of work to do. Uh, the other thing that was interesting was to record my own episode and also to meet this year. I got to meet. There a lot of people. it is. We recorded a lot of episodes and it's amazing. Uh, so we recorded that in March and it aired in, in, in uh, November. And it's amazing how much growth has happened in that time and almost kind of cringe listening to my story just because I've grown so much, but also to see Josh and, and others, um, knowing their, what's happened in their lives since their, their episodes aired. It's just, uh, it's amazing to see how the atonement keeps on working. And, and also to see, sometimes it's easy to, to listen to an episode and think, oh man, that person really figured it out. So it's kind of interesting to know those people really well and to realize that it's still a journey and they're still figuring stuff out. Which is the perfect segue um, to my favorite episode um, was Pete's, yours, because to me, I feel like that's our whole message is like, no, this is just some regular dude from Tucson that has like a job and a normal life who totally has miracles of healing happening in his life and has totally overcome things and is totally living unashamed. And, you know, that was the big breakthrough in my story, right? Is hearing Chris over here, you know, share his story and calling Kaylin. I'm like, he's just a regular dude. His wife is just a regular woman. Like they're just regular people and this is all miraculous. So that's why I loved, because I'm not ashamed of Pete's episode or thinks that it needs to be re-recorded, despite me and Pete talking about it, um, is because to me it's just, it was just so real, you know, and I, and I think that was true about a ton of the episodes this year and in general. Um, but, uh, and I don't know, and there were a couple other ones here on that I got named shout out loud, but I would say this overall theme of like, a deep vulnerability and relying on God, I feel like was just like in theme this year in all the episodes, which is pretty cool. And so um, thinking about God, a big way that we always connect with God, we ask people at the end of the episodes, their favorite songs. Um, and as we know, you know, different songs, new artists popping up. So what was the worship song that you connected with? Not meaning it had to be written by Hillsong or Elevation Worship, but the song this year that really felt you connect to God, his love that really lit you up this year. Caitlin. Um, I'm glad you asked me cause I'm taking the one my dad was going to say. Um, my dad's Jeremy, if you guys didn't know. Um, but this song just or came Kermit out. Or Kermit the Frog. Or Kermit the Frog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, this song just came out a couple weeks ago and it's called Hurt People by Tim McGraw. He's my go-to but this song just really has a great message to it. 
you know, we've all heard the quote, hurt people, hurt people. But in his song, he changes it to we can be hurt people, healing people, and broken people, fixing people. And I really like that one. Yeah, I can't relate to it all personally, but definitely sounds like a good song. So spot on. So spot on. Abe, song of the year. Oh, man. There's so many, so many good ones. Um, but my wife and I went up to Idaho and saw Corey Asbury in concert. And he had a guy open up for him that totally just opened his opening song was Holy Spirit Come. And I believe his name is, oh, man, I'm trying to remember his name. But uh, it's Pete Patrick uh, Mayberry, Holy Spirit Come. And, like, it was just the most on-point opening song for this concert that just was, like, the most beautiful opening prayer. And it just resonated with me throughout the year, like, just totally listening to it all the time. It's my jam. It's awesome. Jason. Um, <clears throat> it's been Rattle. Uh that's elevation, right? Um, and just the, it's the line since when is impossible ever stopped you. And I've just had a lot of review this year on like the impossible things that God's done in my life. Um, and I just, that line, it's, it kills me every time now. Love it. Arizona Corey. Yeah, I'm going to go with good plans from Red Rock worship. Um, I just love the the message that if I stick with God, he's got plans for me. Because um, I know when I'm in the driver's seat where my best thinking and my plans usually get me. So, Love it. that. Hulk, Hulk of Hope, Chris. Yeah, so the song that resonated with me so good this year is called He Is With You by Adam Agee. Um, I just, just even from the very first lines and he talks about, he says, when the pain is building walls around your heart, just remember who he is and who you are. Oh, child of God, rest in his love. Whenever your strength is not enough, don't ever lose hope and don't give up. He is with you. And I, man, I just listened to that song over and over and over again. I was even at the gym listening to that song, just trying not to lose it because it was just so good. Love that. Mr. James. Yeah, um, <clears throat> so one of the songs that um, has stuck with me through the majority of this year, um, shout out to my sister, Lindsay, for introducing it to me. Um, it's Hold Me Together by Jervis Campbell. Um, and it remi- it reminds me of, um, in my brokenness, that the Savior in a moment can return and turn that pain back into in just his love and have that love back into my heart and soul again and it's just that that the awe and wonder uh, of christ's Mm -hmm. power to hold Mm -hmm. us together or or resurrect you know in in the lyric just that he resurrects that love within us over and over again um and if i may name one more that is very recent that just came out is, sure, um, Orange Club, Orange Popsicle Club. Go you ahead. You got it. You, you bet. Thanks, man. 
And this is one that uh, my good friend Steve Shields introduced to me. It's Your Way by KB. Wow. Now I feel like a jerk, huh? Yeah. Um, it's it, it hit really close to home, um, given some, um, you know, personal stuff that was going on you know, with deaths in the family and, and just things that were kind of outside of our, our control at all. And, um, there's this point in which you just surrender to the Lord and it's like, you know, it's yours. I trust you and come have your way. Um, and I'm going to trust that your way is the good way, even though that it might be painful for me or my family right now. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that one's a deep track. Your Way is a deep track on his album that he released this year, so not a headliner. Mr. Sway. So <clears throat> had a bunch come up for me, but the one that just kind of kept surfacing, um, and I had, it's it's funny, um, It's it, well, I'll just say it's Yet by Ashley Hess and Maverick City Music. Um, so I had the privilege of actually watching her perform this live in Anaheim this year at a private event, um, that I was photographing. And, um, I, I'm literally like five feet away from her on stage, just, you know, taking pictures of her. And I'm like trying not to lose it as I'm hearing this song for the first time. And then, um, Chris played it up at boot camp this last go around. And again, it just hit me again, like a ton of bricks, that whole idea that like, you know, God's just not done with me yet. Like, just don't give up on me, God, you know, those kinds of, that kind of stuff. It just, um, man, it just hit really hard this year. And it was, it was I, anyway, really grateful for those opportunities to hear that messaging. Totally. What a cool experience. Jaron. Uh, my song this year was Remind Me Who I Am by Jason Gray. Uh, there were a couple of times this year, uh, well, one in particular, where I just needed an extra dose of God's love when I felt a bit alone and confused and frustrated and angry <laughs> and uh, fill in the blank. And I needed God to show me that, that he loved me and that he loved me unconditionally. And there's a lyric in that song that says, if I'm your beloved, can you help me believe it? And it reminded me of this scripture in Mark where you have the father with the daughter who's uh, who's uh, sick and and the father says, "Help my unbelief." And uh, that that part of the song really reminded me of of that. And sometimes I struggle to believe that God really truly does love me unconditionally. Uh, and sometimes I just need Him to to show that to me again. Love that. Love that. Kermit the Frog, a.k.a. Jeremy, a.k.a. Caitlin's dad. Well, I have 27 songs that I'd like to go over. Uh, first one is... Please uh, do. I, I won't go over 27 of them. 
No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll, Name 27 right now. Well, I have them all listed right here, but I'll okay, just go ahead. Great. Go ahead. We only have a little while left. Calling his bluff. I'm, I'm calling his bluff. Okay. okay song okay. song for you. Song well, for you this year. I like Mirage. I like Hurt People. Uh, just kidding. Um, I'm going to go Pacific. Pacific by Krista Wells. When I first heard that, I felt like that was actually God singing that song to me. Hmm. Being in the Pacific under white lights and how majestic the Pacific is. That's how I felt God views me as just a majestic being and majestic son of his. Hmm. Love that. Pete from the land of Tucson. Yeah, I was just trying to find my most played for the year. Um, so many good ones. But the theme for me right now is learning through difficulties. And so I am they scars comes to mind immediately. And the wound is where the light gets in also comes in into play. Um, God's just really teaching me that prosperity gospel is nice, but the way that he really gets my attention and the way I learn a lot is by going through trials. And uh, this year has definitely been been one where I've seen a lot of wounds turn into scars and uh, for myself and for other people around me. And uh, that's just, uh, I'm grateful for that. So those, both those songs really speak to me. I bet everyone in here can guess what my song of the year is. Hope, I'm on my way, I'm coming. So NF has been this whole personal journey for me of like, like Lucre's my hope guy. Like I can do it, it's going to happen, Jesus is going to manifest. But NF has been this whole like, yes, that it's like his career. Like I followed him his whole career, like before he even, when he still went by Nathan Feuerstein, like through my whole recovery. And so it's been this weird experience and we text and hang out all the time. It's no big deal. But um, uh, he like had all this stuff and it got dark and I'm like, oh no, is he going to get there? And then he releases his album Hope this last year in the headlining track Hope. Like so many themes um, layered into that song from all of his music, but just really that hope wins really is the message um, and really finding hope. And so uh, for me, I think that's been really big this year. And then the other shout out I want to give to a deep track people may have not heard is if you have not heard Eagle by Elevation Worship, call me and Corey Emmett. Let's get in a car and play that track because it is awesome. Um, And they're a new kind of starting up thing. So super cool. So a ton of other music too. Those are just some of our favorites. Um, If you have great songs that we haven't heard, please totally send us an email. We would love to know about them. We're always looking for stuff. So as we're kind of getting into this tender space, just want to have everyone share, take a deep breath, lean in. Like what has the growth been for you this year in your recovery and healing? And you can give it a word or a sentence, but what has the growth been for you? Going in reverse order, Mr. Pete from the land of Tucson. Working through pain and uh, not running from it allowing it to take its time to to really dive in and recognizing that in the past I didn't let it I didn't let it do its job I kept masking it over with addiction acting out and uh, by just letting it do its job it gets deep fast and gets over with quickly too but the uh, the lessons learned are just amazing and awesome and I can't believe it's taken me this many decades of my life to figure that out but thank you Chris Hulk of Hope. 
I, I would say some of the biggest things that have happened to me this year is really diving into my coaching practice um, over at Accepted and just coming after the hearts of, of men and men and women in that and just learning so much about myself in that and learning that I have so much to learn is so God has just been guiding me through this whole entire thing and really, really learning to trust God because I've had all sorts of things coming at me to keep me from stepping into that and the spiritual warfare that's come at me, just all the warfare because the enemy just absolutely does not want me to do this because he knows the hearts that are changing and he knows what it's doing for my heart and how alive I feel in helping these men and women. And it's just been so fun for me and I'm working my butt off and loving absolutely every second of it. It's been so awesome for me. It's awesome. And hearts are changing for sure. Mr. James. Um, <clears throat> I think for me it is. Um, so I think many people are familiar with the Marianne Williamson quote that it is not our, it, our deepest fear is not that they, that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And, you know, and that quote goes on. And um, I think for me, for, for a long time, I didn't really under, I didn't really believe that quote. Um, I thought, well, well, of course, why wouldn't I want to believe that I was powerful beyond measure and everything. And as I've leaned into my work, I've noticed that um, it, it's true. Um, I, as I've stepped into my own power <laughs> and admitting that I have it and, and um, noticing that, um, I guess, kind of to Chris's point, like it changes lives when we step into our light. And, you know, it, I'll, I'll, and I'll speak from the eye. I have changed lives of I, as I have stepped into the light. And I have noticed that um, I can be powerful beyond measure in people's lives. And that is deeply humbling. And it is also scary uh, to, for me to admit, I guess, to myself that, um, you know, God has given me that light and power within me uh, and that he, and that he magnifies it. It truly, it feels like it's his and we co, we co-utilize that together. Um, so yeah, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred percent. And I think again, that points to our message. Like we're just a bunch of regular folks. Like James is just a regular guy and I have watched him be powerful beyond measure on many occasions. Mr. Sway. So I'm going to kind of do twofold here. Um, the biggest one for me has been just being able to stand in my identity and God's given me a lot of opportunities, really difficult opportunities to continue to live out of who he meant me to be, who he sees me as in really difficult moments when I thought I'm like, I don't even know how to do this. I just don't even know how to do this. And I don't think I've got it in me to do it. And he just proves to me time and time again, as I surrender to him, this is who you are and this is who you're meant to be. So, and then uh, the biggest, I guess you could say that 
whether this kind of plays, this plays into my recovery as well in some ways is physically. Um, as of this morning, I've lost 112 pounds um, since last November. Let's go. So, yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey, um, and it's been it's been something that has really actually helped my soul and helped me in my recovery efforts a lot. So, yeah, it's been awesome. Awesome, Jaren. Can you repeat the question in case I wasn't listening? Your 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 uh, area of growth for you this year and your recovery. Uh, can it be just area of growth, not necessarily in recovery? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, well, we use right recovery as the general term of any oh, healing, okay. right? Whatever you're doing next, right? Uh, uh, I would say that in in one word, um, empathy. Mm. Do, do you want more than that? <laughs> I kind of want a sentence now. Yeah. As that was um, said, as that was said with such conviction. Yeah. You know, this year, this year I learned something and, uh, re and gained some empathy in a, in an area that I've never, I've never known before. And that is, uh, uh, I've, I've experienced some, some hurt that I would claim is, uh, from friendly fire. Uh, some would call it maybe some church hurt and, mm -hmm. uh, myself and some dear people to, to me have been battling through that a little bit. And although it, it really only strengthens my belief and, my foundation in, in who I am and what I really truly believe. Uh, I now understand what it's like to, to feel hurt from, from church leaders who should be, who should be on your side. Mm -hmm. And, and that's been a battle that's uh, been really hard this year. Yeah. Thanks. Arizona Corey. All right. The area of personal growth for me this year has been um, being able to emotionally show up for my wife and kids um, mm -hmm. like a grown man, which hasn't always been the case. Period. Period. And what has that been like this year with it being more of the case? Uh, at times, I'm even shocked and surprised because historically, I would run distance myself, not make myself available. So I guess one word is refreshing and surprising. Awesome. Mr. Abe. Oh man, I, I I wasn't really ready, but uh, I I would say that I keep going back to the story of the apostles in the boat when the storm is there and Christ walks out on the water, and Peter's like, "Hey, if that's Jesus, like, call me out and I'll come out to you." And and God's really been working my heart and telling me to get out of the safety of the boat. Not that being in the boat is a bad place to be. 
because I'm with a lot of great guys. But he's like, just step out and I'm going to show you how to walk on some water. Like, just come out, man. Just step into it. And uh, I feel like every time I try, the enemy just comes after me and just really stumbling blocks like crazy with work, with finances, with uh, working out of town, like just really coming after me. So I guess that that would be from the next one too is is what you can pray for me for, right? Is is help me to step whoa, in my Whoa, whoa, story. whoa, buddy. Don't spoiler alert. Uh-uh. Hard cut off. Jason. Oh man. Um <clears throat> for me it's it's a lot, but it's been a lot of uh trying to learn when to uh, accept validation from others and when to accept it from God. Um and how to um, ensure that I'm, I'm accepting it in a healthy way. And, and it, 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 I mean, honestly, my growth has been physical this year. I I've been running a ton. I've been working out a lot and I, I achieved some really crazy goals that I never thought I could do. And, and for me, it was all kind of rolled in that these runs were like my way of accepting this call from God into this adventure. And it was all just about that validation and like doing this thing on my own in a, in a good way, not doing it on my own, but like learning to, to do something for myself, um, and accept that call from God. And that may not sound like it makes sense, but to me, it's all rolled into this same concept for me. So, well, and I think for anyone who's tried to lose weight or get in shape or do any level of trying to get healthy, I think it a hundred percent makes sense. Our physical body is so connected to our emotional self. So yeah, dude, don't apologize for it. Miss Caitlin. Um, I have this year grown a lot just by really trusting God, trusting his timing, and just trying to put everything in his hands. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm pregnant with a little baby boy. Um, this is our first baby. It's our rainbow baby. Um, we had a miscarriage earlier this year. And that was something that really was hard to go through Um, after dealing with infertility. And then we thought this was our time and then it wasn't. Um, But now looking back, realizing that every step along the way, God was, he was right there with me and he had the end in mind. He knew when things were supposed to happen. He knew what I was supposed to go through. And I think that's just really beautiful to look back on. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Jeremy, by the way, she's she's naming her son Stephen Stephen, both middle name, unlike Jason, who named his son after James. So messed up. So messed up still. All right. Mr. Jeremy, we're back to you. Yes, I put a lot of thought into this question, Stephen, and uh, the answer that I came up with this time was that... I think the area of growth for me has been in going after the man who is alone. And because of my past experience of really feeling like what it was to be alone, I swore that I would never let anybody feel that again. And so at boot camps, at in groups that I participate in, I try to go after the guy that seems like he's alone. And let him know that he's not. It's awesome. So awesome. 
And um, for me, what I would say, the big area of growth, and uh, I kind of have some, I think some shame around it, is uh, just really working on my codependency. Because um, preach it all day long, know it intellectually at an expert level, and doing it in your own personal relationships turns out is really different. And so I think me, uh, that's been big change for me some changes that I've known for a couple of years, like, yep, God already inspired me. And doing that thing where you're like, oh God, that's a great idea. Um, so going across the party sea is not going to work for me. Other options. And having that tender conversation with God when he's like, no, that's it. I, I, was, I was sure when I told you. <laughs> so um, this year, I think following through on uh, some of those revelations. And the other thing I'll name really quick of a personal growth for me was um, I attended boot camp as an attendee. Um, and I will also do it because James also did that this year as well. And it's been, I've done it since 2016. And James, I don't know how, how long James before had been since you were attendee at boot camp. I had not been an attendee since 2012. Right. So, um, and then I was like, turns out this is awesome. We should keep doing these. <laughs> so I know we talk about it all the time, but uh, doing it for myself was awesome and it was fun i wore a different name tag and gaslighted some people and so they're like i know don't i know you from last boot camp and i'm like nope sure don't um so it was kind of fun Corey's laughing because we had some guy he knows that was like wait what i swear i know you anyways it's kind of fun but um yeah so it's it's worth doing the stuff to take care of yourself i think that's, that's what i'm trying to say so as we end the episode now just last thing um so we can know this as a group and um, like I said, we're all regular people, and so the struggles are real, the pains, the difficulties, the warfare like Chris talked about. So um, what is it that this group and anyone listening who's willing, um, and just put it in one word, one sentence, how we can pray for you at the beginning of this year? Chris. Yeah, um, pray that I will not be taken out by what other people do or say to me or to my family and that I can still live a life authentically and which allows me to be able to step into my aliveness and what I'm doing with my coaching practice. Awesome. Mr. James. Uh, for me, uh, I think they're, they're, they're correlated. There's been like, again, so there's some loss and grief in our, in my home. Uh, so for me, it's um, being able to under, I guess, hold grief well, and then the other would be to balance that with self-care. And just so pray for, I guess, just that reminder that that and capacity to actually do care for myself rather than always pouring out. Awesome, Mr. Sway. Um, for me, uh, have to be that I can just keep growing into who God is calling me to be and, um, that I can just trust in his timing. Amen. Jaron. I would say that I could use some prayers, uh, in relationship to this hurt that I talked about a little bit before. I feel a little bit like I'm in the battlefield, a little wounded, uh, down on my knees and I just need the strength and the courage to, to not let this keep me down and to, to get back up. 
and grab Christ's hand as he's trying to lift me. Yeah, thanks. Mr. Jeremy. I could use prayers for help in finding a guide to help me get some things unstuck in my head that feel like have been there a long time that I don't know how to get out. Hmm. Yeah. Pete. Power of focus, not to be complacent, but to keep going after what's important. And even in little things like at, uh, like at work, just have COVID brain. It's hard to, to focus on things. So I need the power to focus. Mr. Corey Emmett. I just need to uh, need some prayers for some emotional resiliency, some emotional maturity. I don't want I don't want to lose it. I want to fight hard. I want to keep it. And any help with that, I would cherish. Amen. Jason. Uh, just that. Uh... I can keep my heart alive uh, through the stresses and warfare and shame messages I've been experiencing lately and just uh, not get taken out by that, but, but stay, stay with God and stay close to that message. Yeah. Abe. Man, I uh, re- really need the, uh, the power of prayer just in my life, just to help me continue to, Take you can't the change steps your in the right direction. You were telling us what it was That's earlier. It. We have it on the recording. I, I know, and I'm saying that. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just want to step into that larger story and keep walking through that battlefield. And uh, just, man, I need help with it. Yeah, Miss Caitlin. Um, I think just prayers for me and baby boy that things will continue to go well throughout this pregnancy and that. He can grow healthy and strong, and it'll all go according to God's plan. Yeah, awesome. Um, And I think for me, it's uh, having the courage to step into some of my bigness. Um, uh, Someone uh, close, Becky Hennessy, one of our partners at Accepted, who's awesome, said to me, Stephen, I think you figured out how to deal with people not liking you or hating you. I think you're fine with that. Um, But are you good with people loving you? And I was like, ah, I don't know what you're talking about. Becky, leave me alone. So I think just being willing to step into some of my bigness um, and not have to apologize for that. Um, And so, uh, yeah, that's what's going on with us as a team. If you want to pray for us, we're going to do some great uh, episodes. Um, We're going to be mixing it up with some of our episodes this year. So along with all of the episodes that we're already doing, um, we're going to be doing some what we're calling living unashamed episodes where we're going to have members of the team uh, jump on and we're going to talk about some different things in our life, what's going on with us um, and some of our, you know, current struggles and how we're working through them and some of the vulnerabilities that way. Cause some members of this team are doing some huge stuff and some amazing things in recovery and in their lives. Um, and so members of the team who couldn't make it tonight on this recording with us, uh, but we love, we have a DJ, and Cassie, who do a lot of editing for us, and Cassie hosts some episodes um, with some of our women who struggle with addiction. Uh, Ty, who's on the writing team, um, who's awesome, someone we love, and Jane, who is sick tonight, who is Caitlin's mom, um, who is our CFO and takes care of everything that way. Um, so love all of them, and 
yeah, so I want to give them a shout out here really quick and uh, grateful for all these efforts. Uh, everyone who does this here, no one gets paid. Everyone just shows up and participates because they, they love this message in our movement. And so grateful for all of our outsiders who donate to make the scholarships possible for everyone's here. And um, yeah, for this team. So Pete, down there in Tucson, I love you. Thanks. Love you too. I want you to step into that Mr. love. Jeremy. I want you to feel comfortable with it. I will. Mr. Jeremy, I love you. Thank you for being my friend. I love you too, Stephen. Chris, the Hulk of Hope, I love you. Love you, brother. Grateful for you. Mr. James, my partner in crime and all the things, I love you. Love you too, my friend. My brother. Sway. Gyra, what up, baby? Jaira. Jaira. I love you. I love you, man. Love you. Jaren. I love yeah. you. Love you too, man. Love everyone on this team. Corey. Freaking love you. Love you too, brother. Jason, you little freaker, mm-hmm. love you. Love you, man. Abe, you're a boss, and <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. I love I love this team. I love this mission. And, Steve, I'm so grateful for what you've done here. Like, it, this is amazing, what you've built. That's so a thank weed, you. brother. I ain't done crap alone. It's like recovery. If you do it alone, nothing happens. Miss Caitlin, I love you. And I want you to know, and I say this often, that that means I don't want anything from you. Except for me to name my son after you. Well, that's just obviously a respectful (laughs) thing to do. Right. Love you. Love you. That's it. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Check out these episodes last year if you missed it. Some great things coming up. Some things changing for us big time as an organization. Growth happening. And until we can meet again, listen to all those songs that we named and continue to be unashamed.